Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm going to get comfortable here, shorties. I'm taking my jacket off. Which means I'm about to get extremely uncomfortable here at shorties. And I got the Steelers overalls on. I got the big ad look going here. I'm ready, man. And I want to point out, hold on, he says the big head look. For those of you that might not remember, that means the overalls with nothing, nothing underneath, underneath. Other, other than underwear, hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to get weird looks from people. Pony's, Pony's general body cool tone is like if you pop open a thing of crescent rolls, the kind of doughy, <laughs> lumpy, wrinkly lumpy. consistency and roughly the same color as well, crescent rolls. Tell me how rolls. you really feel, Malsey. With hair on them. Yeah. Well, that's why I got well, the personal trainer. And by the way, I'm skipping my appointment tomorrow because I don't think I can make it after the game. I don't think I'm going to be in the type of mental shape or capacity to go what work out Steelers tomorrow. What if the Steelers win? You should go. Uh, still, we'll want to bask in it. You'll want to bask in it? Yes. So be you're, already make, you're already making excuses I for am. personal training. Yeah. Good, good outcome, I want to bask in but it. But the personal Bad trainer, sad. He, Anthony did not uh, say, man, you're really taking the easy way out. He said, okay, great. See you on Thursday. He didn't show me any tough love. Oh, I think he's so it's so early on he doesn't want to scare you away with tough love. I think he, and he also probably knows who he's dealing with. Uh, latest videos to come out of Highmark Stadium and Jeff is there. We'll talk to him later in the show. Also Ryan Leaf, the former NFL quarterback, number two pick who's doing the game for Westwood One is uh, on the field for this game and is going to call in later. Latest video, field looks pristine. It does. Field looks immaculate. It looks like all the $20 an hour shovelers just went to the field and not to the stands, which still looks snow covered. No, they use the real snow clearing equipment for the field. They are using people making slightly above Buffalo minimum wage or New York State minimum wage to clear the stands. And wouldn't you know it, Pony, it looks like about 90% of the seats out there are still covered. So I don't even know. I don't think there's going to be a massive home field advantage for Buffalo in terms of crowd noise because I don't know how loud that place will get because I don't know who's actually getting in there today. I know they got three and a half hours. To Donnie, what do the ticket prices look like but, on uh, the secondary market? Give me like a StubHub or SeatGeek or one of those places. Give me an update on not only how, the cheapest tickets, but give me like a lower bowl price too, three and a half hours away from kickoff, what that's looking like to I'm Malsey's pulling, point. pulling it up now. Uh, I don't even know how you find your seat. Lowest with price. how much snow are they're metal bleachers. The so the the lowest price I see for two tickets is about eighty bucks, seventy nine okay. ninety five. Yep. That's yep. a little bit more than I thought it would be. How about some lower bowl cheapos? You got any of those out there? Hundred and thirty, hundred and forty. So still over a hundred bucks, Chris. Mm-hmm. 
No, I know. I just don't think there's going to be people who can even necessarily get there. There's people, like, in that snow belt area right there by Orchard Park, south of it. I, what do they call it? The South Towns or whatever? And yeah, but those people are, like, under three feet yeah, of snow. I, well, they were, but I, the, the, uh, the plowing technology and resources are just immense there. They're just oh, incredible. Buffalo leads the league in uh, plow tech? They do. I, I don't know if it, it – I think it's going to look and sound like Arrowhead on Saturday. Where there's a pocket, there's a pocket or two of empty seats, but for the most part, it's Arrowhead Stadium. It's loud. I think there'll be a lot of Steelers fans there. I still think that it'll it won't be 50-50 or maybe not even 75-25, but there'll be a decent number of Steelers fans. People that have gone up there and been bunkered down and staying in hotels the last couple of days in anticipation for this game. There are a lot of Steelers fans that made this trip because not only the proximity, how easy it is to go up there, even with the bad weather, but because they've fallen back in love with this team. They, they believe in this team, they support this team, and they want to be there in person to see them pull off one of the biggest recent upsets in NFL playoff history. Why do you think they believe in this team more than in and What do you ascribe that belief to? Now, you don't share their belief. Mason Rudolph. Gonna, I didn't say that yet. We, we, I didn't know this was the part of the show where we got into predictions already. But we already made in. our predictions last week. Are we allowed to completely scrub the predictions and do something else now? Uh, official predictions are in. It's like a betting ticket. You can't cash out. Uh, you want to revise your predictions later in the show, you can. You can revise them now if you want. So you think Mason Rudolph's got him believing? Yes. I think you Mason, disagree with that? I think Mason Rudolph's going to have to play like he did in Seattle or Cincinnati for them to have a chance now that the field is pristine, the winds are going to be still kicking, but not like they, they were when it was a hurricane snow this weekend. Uh, I think the onus is going to be very much on him to keep Buffalo honest. This is a... I mean, it obviously was going to be a huge game for him no matter what, but if they had played in, like, sloppy conditions, I think his impact on the game would have been blunted, not to the degree Allen's would have been. Uh, but now I think Mason Rudolph's got to find a way to hit 14 and hit 18 a couple times downfield, uh, or I do not like the Steelers' chances in this game. I think it's more than that now. I, I think the weather, just looking at it, I just pulled up the forecast in Orchard Park. There's minimal wind. It's under 10 miles per hour. There's no expected snow to fall during the game it's just cold uh it's got to go out there and make plays then because you know josh allen will last week against baltimore that was a weather game you you asked your quarterback to really never throw it more than 10 yards and don't f it up Mm -hmm. i think this is a completely different situation now in the last with this with this game change in time the guy who had the most pressure put on him is, is Rudolph. He went from being a bystander in this game who just probably handed the ball off to Najee Harris and you just hope he doesn't fumble Maybe a Mason Cole throws. snap. Maybe make two throws in the game. Find a way like to make Mac two Jones s- did when they like beat Buffalo in the like win game. Almost two surprise throws to now he goes from bystander to the main event. He's, he's the focal point again. Can he do it for a third time in four games where he is in many respects or reasons the, the, way, or the avenue for them to win the game? So what do you think about that? Do you think he can? I think he's going against the best defense that he's, he's seen so far, including the, the half or three-quarter strength Ravens, and also a guy in McDermott that's on a major heater calling defense lately. Like, their offense and their defense have been, during this five-game winning streak, much more good than bad, and McDermott's been getting it done, calling good stuff. You know what I think is going to be the challenge for Rudolph in this game? He is a mad bomber when he's going right. He just He's going to go down the field. He's going to hit somebody for a huge chunk play and, and de-emphasize the need for long, sustained drives. I think that's what the Bills are going to force him into doing. I think they're going to say, yeah, you can probably run the ball on us. We are just going to leave two safeties back, 
and dare you to find a way to either execute in the red zone or somehow find a way over the top of two safety looks. I think that's going to be McDermott's strategy. And I think it's a pretty good one. Because as much as I've enjoyed the Mason Rudolph experience just like everybody else, I do think in this situation you put it on him in like his, what, 15th career start or whatever it is to be patient and be precise and not make mistakes and not get confused by his zone. Well, then I think initially the game uh, falls on the offensive line and, the run, and Najee, at least at the start. If they're going to play safeties deep to begin the game, you run on them. It's going gonna, it's gonna to force Buffalo to make a decision there. Do they bring guys down to help? Do they stay in their base defense? If they do, you just run it until they prove they can stop it. Well, I think they're, they're you don't goal, try to get cute. No, but I think their goal then would be eventually the closer you get to our goal line, we're just going to make you settle for field goals, and we're going to get touchdowns because we have a guy who yeah. can do that. I not a very good red zone defense, though. They're 17th in red zone defense, do you trust, do you They're trust not bend, the don't break. Do you trust the Steelers, though, to make enough plays when it gets condensed there? Like we always talk about how much harder that is, the timing, everything's got to be better. Rudolph doesn't have a single touchdown pass. I think shorter than what, like 60 yards? He's got a – yeah, he's, his three touchdown passes in these all, three games are all 60 They're all catch and run, yeah. Well, no, they're just all long bombs. They're just not happening in the close-in portion of the field. No, or they're short throws that the, the wide receiver catches it and takes it a bomb 50 to or pick, 60 yards. A bomb to Pickens where he throws it 35 yards, Pickens runs it the rest, and then two – yeah, two intermediate to short-length throws that, that get caught and run with. But my point in saying that is he hasn't shown yet because he hasn't been forced to really – that he will execute well inside, like, the 10-yard line, which is where I think you separate the, the average from the good, the good from the very good, the very good from the best at that position. Find a way to make things happen on schedule when everybody knows there's less can area to cover. can still run it down there, though. They've got, they've got five rushing touchdowns in the last three games. So it's incumbent on their offensive line, which has played well, the Bills' front seven, their inside linebackers are decimated by injury. They got the same problem we do. They're without Milano. They're without their third linebacker. They're down to a backup backup at that spot. Yep. You've got to exploit that, and the, you, you've got to run I, well, between the tackles right at those well, guys. That, that also makes Mike Tomlin's role in this game, I think, pivotal in terms of we saw in Seattle he, him telling Mike Sullivan, don't get conservative, win this game through the air. Like Basically, I believe in my quarterback right this second, throw the ball. What does Mike do strategically? He, ha he knows that. By he the knows. way, I think I'm creeping people out here for sure with this um, overalls You're look. You're creeping me out, and I've <laughs> known you for 15 years, man. And I did this once in the studio with you, but right this second it, it's creeping me out. I don't even want to look over at you. Um, I'm I, trying to bring positive vibes here, Chris. I've already sacrificed my body and said I'll put myself through it. I'll let someone put me through a table next week if the Steelers – oh, now this week if the Steelers win the game. How, and this is just to, an extension of that. We're going to have to turn that around very quickly if it actually happens. We yeah, something tells me there's not, there's not going to be a shortage of uh, man hours that get invested my into brother, that to I, see me No, I went to my brother's buried. house yesterday. I actually went there both days this weekend, and I think either day, I think it might have been Saturday, he said, uh, Pony really got people worked up. A lot of people want to put him through a table, huh? I said, yeah, no shortage like you just said there. And he said you made it all over Steelers Reddit. Your table promises the talk. Your of brother's the on Steelers Reddit. He doesn't go on Twitter or use any of that. He goes on Reddit a lot, and he'll click on the old Reddit threads. And it's usually you getting complained about in Steelers Reddit, which is unusual. Like you are by far the person outside. I'm the, the main character. Team. You, I, you like, don't want to be the main character on Twitter. Is it okay to be the main character on Steelers, Steelers Reddit? Steelers Reddit, media guys, you are the main character. Yeah, you are their main character. Um, I, I do think, like, what is in all seriousness, what does Mike do? Like, does he? 
does he sense like, hey, I'm just going to keep running. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to keep running. If, if Sean's going to let me do this and our guys are getting it done, when does he decide I have to take some sort of shot just to change it up? Does he? We know, we know from, Jim, or from John Harbaugh what telling whoever was working the sidelines of that game how much he knows Mike and, and Mike wants to keep the game close. I'm of the opinion that if the Bills are going to let the Steelers kind of have yards running the ball, and Mike thinks he can keep this a fourth-quarter game that way, he will take every bit of that, and he will de-emphasize Rudolph. Well, he should also like, though, the wide receiver on corners matchups for this game You'd with hope. the injuries, with You'd White hope. lost for the season for Buffalo, with Douglas probably not going to play. Their nickel corner is really good. He made the all-pro team, but you don't really utilize the slot. Allen Robinson's a glorified back uh, blocker. A blocker, yeah. And a guy that catches maybe one or two balls a game. Mm -hmm. I don't think you play a slot corner outside. They haven't done that all year. Buffalo's played well defensively. They're going to stick with what they're doing well. So, yeah, I think the safeties obviously will be keeping a close eye on Pickens. But, you know, I I would say routes inside of 15 yards with, with him and Johnson. You would like to think short space they can get open you think it might be it's a Dane Jackson game? one of these guys who's on well may, maybe I mean that's possible too hasn't yeah. been much of there still hasn't been much of that he's gotten involved a little bit but it feels like a Friar move game feels even like a, is Connor Hayward going to be out there catching little shorties the other thing too is I think the fact that the field's clean the fact that obviously traction and ball security should not be issues like any more like fumbling wise yeah that pulls Jalen Warren right back, back into, into the, the thing and I think him in the short passing game is a big thing I'll be watching Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mason Cole, three hours before kickoff, already spotted on the field doing shotgun snaps. 
Uh, these ones look good right in the chest. But that's how the real game counts. You know, let's hope practice makes perfect, although evidence earlier this year, so far this year, would suggest that it does not. I mean, I hate to bring the guy up in this context because he's an all-time great pirate and he's a super good guy. But wasn't the same thing true of Blast that he could go into the bullpen and throw strikes no problem and then when he would go into the game yeah that's when all hell so. would break loose i'm pretty sure pedro alvarez at third base was throwing bullets across the infield another during, good one during uh bp and everything and during fielding practice and then gets into the game and forget about it yeah it's a mental thing for sure hey, the last time well not the last time but two times ago we were in this spot and the friggin snap went over the quarterback's head to start a game so we know the center uh quarterback exchange the c cube exchange or whatever the hell tomlin calls it can be the dicey cube. that's right i forgot all about can be that. dicey here and cole I, has just been abysmal at well, that i also the, the very routine uh act of standard thing of his job yes i actually think too with rudolph it's a little more crucial that they be good although mason's done a good job i think when he's gotten a bad snap to to make something happen he's so timing based even compared to the other two he so much wants to get back there get in the drop correctly set his feet, and then do his thing. You throw him off slightly where he's got to pick a snap off the ground or off his shoe tops, I think that makes an actual difference. Fan Game Day brought to you by Armstrong Comfort Solutions and Hampton Beer Outlet. We are at Shorty's on the North Shore, 412-928-9370. Want to hear from the people? Here is Martin to lead us off. Hello, Martin. Marty? Hello? Hey, Hi, Marty. there we go. Yeah, it finally came through. Um, so I got Nick Herbig, two sacks today. The Steelers with five as a team and two interceptions to Josh Allen. Steelers by 10. Uh, who plays better, Mason Rudolph or Josh Allen? I think Josh Allen has more yards and two touchdowns. Mason got one touchdown. Najee Harris got two, and Jalen Warren got two. Isn't the uh, – hold on. So they're going to score 35? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Four rushing touchdowns 30, and a passing touchdown. Actually, it's going to be 30, 35 to 24. So they're going to win by 11. I believe that was the score of the 97 AFC Championship game. Martin, so they're a better that team was, without T, so they're a better team without TJ Watt. No, I just I think I think Nick well, Herbig sounds like take they are. If Herbig's going to have two sacks and they're going to hold Buffalo to 24 and beat him by double digits. It's addition by subtraction. No, they're not a better team without him. I just think well, Herbie's going to be up for the challenge. What would the score be if Watt played? Forfeit for Buffalo. 35-10? No, they might. I don't know. It might be like 55-7 to seven if he played. <laughs> what are we doing here? Barnes in West Virginia. I think he got started on the moonshine a little early today. Can't what are we doing? Him. What are we doing, folks? You know, do I want to fight the enthusiasm? No, you don't. Of fans? No. no, I do not. I'm no, sitting here in, an, in a Steelers emblazoned overalls with no undershirt. Who am I to judge? I can't cast any stones today. No, you cannot. And if you tried to cast one, I'm wondering how much jiggling there would be. <laughs> I got my hairy man boobs out. <laughs> I, you are a walking. The, you're a walking ad for Regenesis. Good thing we don't have the fan cam down here today. Here's Nick on I-90. Maybe he's headed to the game. Hello, Nick. How's it going, fellas? Nick. So I got 23-17 Steelers. I just I have a feeling about the game. That's why I'm making the trip by myself. All my oh, friends man. backed out. So what? they're all attending the game through me. But I just have a feeling. And with all everything that's been going on, with all the weather, 
I had to come by myself because this is a game that in years down the road we're going to look back on. This game's going to be remembered for whatever and gonna, reason. And we're going to look back on it, Nick, if they win and pull off this upset, and it's going to be the turning point where guys like you start to actually say that Mike Tomlin's a hell of a coach. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But why? If he wins this game as a 10-point underdog, no, no other coach in he, Steelers history, not even Noel, would have pulled that off, Nick. I, I'll give credit where credit's due. He is a great coach, but just his time here is done, in my opinion. Time is done. You're calling them to beat the Bills in Buffalo today. Right. On Mason's arm. So the team is good enough to pull off a great upset. But it's going to be proof at the end of the year that the coach is not up for the challenge of doing the job? Well, like I said, he is a great coach. I will give him credit. Are you So you're saying his time has run its course here, whether yes. he wins or loses. But it won't feel yes. like they will, it will have run its course if they well, win I this think, game but today. But I think Nick. Nick is telling you that it, for him it still will. There are, let me put it this that's, way. You know what that's called, Mulsey? That is the classic trying to have it both ways. I think there are Steelers fans for whom the single greatest outcome of this playoffs would be this team goes on a literal miracle run behind Mason Rudolph, a Foles-esque run, pulls the shocker of the century over the Niners in the Super Bowl, and Mike Tomlin says, I'm ready for a new challenge and walks away at the top of the heap with this team. Then you would have people, I'm dead serious, saying best of both worlds. They'd probably be treating him like a king on his way totally. out, but people I think are okay. ready. Well, I'll tell you how I'll feel if that happens. I'll say one of the greatest coaching jobs in NFL history build the man a statue, give him a lifetime contract, and put him in the Hall of Fame five years after he retires. If they win the Super Bowl this year, I will say that about him. And I will take back all the mean things and all the critical things I said about the guy, and I will anoint him at that point, definitely the second greatest Steelers head coach of all time, and somebody that is in the conversation for maybe top ten coach of all time, if it, that happens. And then what would be so great about that hypothetical is... If they started next season 0-2, your take on Monday morning after the second loss. Malsey, they need to melt down that statue. This man needs to be fired. We need to look hey, at the breaking. Hey, we got Seth over here sitting next to us. He's an Eagles fan. That's pretty much what they're doing to Sirianni. I know. Well, Sirianni really, it looks like And they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they came damn close it last year. It looks like a situation where that, that whole thing is souring at record pace. CW is on the fan. Hello, C-Dub. Hey, guys. How are you? Hello. We're fired up, CW. Okay, I'm going to try to stay positive. I'm in a bar okay. with no shirt on, and people are looking at me weirdly, but continue. Okay, so three keys to the game. Friar Moose, Pickens, and the defense has got to blitz. You cannot get any pressure with no watt there. So rushing four guys is not going to do it. But you know, I like your last point the best. Because Miami heated Allen up in that Sunday night game and forced him into some turnovers, that really has not been the Steelers' M.O. this year. They've counted on Watt and Highsmith to get pressure, and we have seen very little in the way. I don't have the stats to back this up. I'm sure they're out there. Anecdotally, we haven't seen a lot of corner blitzes. Mm -mm. We haven't seen a lot of safety blitzes. Not a lot of exotic stuff. We haven't seen, like, send the kitchen sink guys right up the middle, your inside well, linebackers. You Robinson had a sack that way last week, but that's because he was unblocked. I mean, there was nobody there. Well, you do that against Allen. You, you live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah. Because if it gets picked up, he's almost certainly. The, other, the danger isn't just that he hits a receiver who's open because you didn't get to him. He I, might even just step up past I, the pressure, and he's going to yeah. rip off a humongous I, run. I, I think most teams do the opposite of what Miami did. And that's just don't blitz and hope he stays in the pocket and make him go through his reads and be more of a 
Tom Brady, Peyton Manning yeah, force type him, quarterback. Force him to win the traditional way, not the Josh Allen way. Yeah. You Whatever gets you, I think you have to court risk. I think you have to just try to force turnovers knowing that yeah. big, big plays just when, have to be it. I don't think you let him dink and dunk you to death. I agree. When you're a 10-point underdog, man, I want to go out. Is it on my shield? Is that the expression here? I think when I'm a 10-point underdog, I want to just go balls to the wall. I'm not holding anything back. What do you have to lose? Yeah, I agree. I mean, they have. To, I would like to see Mike coach like he is a 10-point dog. Even if in, the, like, the big test for him will be even if two quarters in, halftime, they're up, like, 13-3. to three. Their defense is playing phenomenal. He has to continue coaching like he is a 10-point dog. No one expects to win. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The NFL just tweeting out a video of Mason Rudolph, all business, entering Highmark Stadium. Other Steelers are already going through some of their pregame routines. Mason Cole snaps. Presley Harvin getting some point uh, punts up. He will be the Steelers punter today. No roster move was made, even though they brought Brad Wing in to put some pressure on him, I guess, in practice, put a little bit of heat on him. Hi, my wife's here now. And she is as appalled as she should be at the sight of her husband. It was hard to break. She broke my concentration. I thought I was setting this segment up well, but instead now, at least Stella's here. Should I do baby talk to you? Hi, little Stella. Hi, she, little one. Look at her staring at me. Oh, now she's I, starting she's, to spit up a little bit. Yeah, not good. <laughs> she doesn't like what she sees, and I don't blame her. Uh, Mason Rudolph ready to make his first playoff start. I saw this tweet from a guy called The Colonel Has Died. On Twitter. Like Colonel Sanders? I don't know. He said this about Rudolph. You were drafted as a possible heir to Ben. You got nothing but hate from most of the fan base. You had no support from the former franchise QB. We witnessed you get assaulted on national television. We watched Mike Tomlin constantly bench you for Duck Hodges. You ended up playing as a third-string QB. You had to sit behind Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. And here's the kicker. You remained professional throughout it all. All the work you've put in through the years is starting to pay off. This is your story, Mason. How do you want to finish it? Is it all right that Poetic. I'm, is it all right that I think that's a little bit lame? There's a lot. That's, that's a little too earnest right now. You don't feel like you're getting swept up in Mason mania? No, I think he's a, I think he's a very good story. He is a genuine story of perseverance. I, I have enjoyed the... Uh, how forth he was about, hey, like when you basically get relegated to where I was and, and nobody in the NFL wants to sign you, you have to do a lot of soul searching. It's nice to see somebody who was genuinely doubted to that degree and forgotten about actually shine for, set, for multiple games when given their chance. Um, 
Swept up in it, though, doesn't mean that I'm, like, fully sold it's going to continue. I just think he's going up against a good team, even an injured one, a good defensive mind in the toughest conditions in terms of opposing team and what might be expected or needed out of him to win that he'll have ever faced. I mean, I, it, it really is – when you look at – hold on. When you look at, the like, what Josh Allen is and what we know he's capable of, it really is David versus Goliath at quarterback. It doesn't feel that way here because people have just seen him actually play so well and have, were starved – for quarterback performance for so long that maybe it doesn't feel that way. But outside of this little part of the United States, everybody is viewing this as, as David versus Goliath. Well, since Rudolph has gone in, he's played better than Allen. No, I know. The I last mean, three games. That's what I mean. People here are just shocked maybe by what they've seen because it's been so genuinely good. Fan Hotlines presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. We're joined right now by a former NFL quarterback, a guy with a big arm who could – make it work in windy conditions, and he's going to be on the field watching Josh Allen and Mason Rudolph up close all afternoon starting at 4.30, working the game for the NFL on Westwood One. Ryan Leaf with us here on 93.7 The Fan. Ryan, Andrew Filipponi, and Chris Muller back in Pittsburgh. Give us a lay of the land here from a quarterback. How do the weather conditions, in your opinion, impact this game for the passers? Well, I think it's going to be okay. Uh, the wind has dramatically died down. They've got the field cleared, and um, it's it's been pretty just crisp, clear, and sunny. So um, I loved when it was cold. My hand would always be really warm. Uh, I could grip that thing really well and spin it. So I think both guys, as long as the wind stays down, are going to have every opportunity to throw the ball around the yard. Ryan, is it any tougher? Like you talk to pass catchers, receivers throughout your career. Is it any tougher for those guys if the wind chills around zero or, you know, that rough level of cold? Uh, do they have a tougher time holding on to it because the ball is a little harder? Anything on that end of the, uh, the passer and receiver combination that's tougher? Yeah, definitely. Uh, when the ball becomes a little heavier, especially if it's in some snow and, and, and they're, you know, if it it's, uh, plays in and out. Uh, it could get a little bit waterlogged. But, yeah, that, that ball becomes much heavier, much more difficult to, to handle when, you're, when it's being fired around by guys like Josh Allen and, and Mason Rudolph. So they have to be aware of that, uh, you know, especially when they're layering, layering throws over the linebackers and under safeties and things like that because uh, if it's coming too hard, it's, it's, it's just trying to, like, catch a boulder. Um, and and that, that's – incredibly difficult for, for the guys that are, are trying to catch the football. Ryan, when you've looked at these couple of games uh, from Mason Rudolph, what have you seen specifically in the way he's played the position that has impressed you or gotten your attention? He hasn't turned it over. And that was the bigger problem with Mitchell Trubisky uh, when he was placed in there during that three-game losing streak. They just they turned it over too much in, in, in real situational times and they've been so good over the last three weeks, not turning the football over. He's been accurate. I couldn't believe how accurate he was in that rainstorm against Baltimore. 90% completion percentage. What a, what a tremendous job on his part. He's been really good as a starter. He just has eight wins, um, and, and that's gonna, what's going to be needed today, not to turn the football over. Uh, hope Josh Allen does uh, the opposite, which has been something he has clearly done all year long, and they give themselves a chance. Ryan, how would you attack the Buffalo defense if you're Mason Rudolph? What would you want to exploit? What weaknesses or things do you see on tape or film that would make you, if you're in Mason Rudolph's shoes today, feel good about yourself in a couple hours? 
Well, first off, I, I, I keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hand, which means you have to rush the football. Najee Harris, which has been, who's been spectacular late in the year, over 1,000 yards on the season. Uh, I give him the rock a ton. Uh, you know, sprinkle in some Jalen Warren here, back and forth, and just try to utilize kind of the game plan of what the Green Bay Packers did yesterday. I think that's a very good game plan for the, for the uh, um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Use some play action, allow them to go down the field. Um, deep to, to George Pickens. I can't believe Pickens, oh, by the way. I'm just looking at, you know, 63 catches this year for uh, 1,140 yards. I can't believe that that average. He, he's a big play guy, and he's got to be. Um, I expect probably Taron Johnson, uh, slot cornerback, you know, second team all pro to maybe be bouncing in and out, looking around uh, and trailing the likes of Pickens today. Ryan, conversely, on the on the flip side of this, if you were the Steelers, knowing what Allen's capable of, the gifts that he has physically for the position, if you were Mike Tomlin and Terrell Austin trying to come up with a scheme, are you trying to heat him up with the blitz, or are you trying to lay back and, and sort of force him to go methodical? Which one do you think gives the better chance of, of kind of creating turnovers from this guy? Well, where Pittsburgh, you know – excels is is rushing the passer but that's when they have tj watt i mean you just look at last year's production alone when they were without him you know and and when they were with him when tj played they had 32 sacks compared to eight and 18 to five in terms of takeaways i mean that that is a significant difference and so that's going to be a big problem today how you get pressure on a quarterback that when you get pressure on does such a great job with his legs what kind of spy is there going to be uh, you know, you know how well is uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, who's been so banged up over the last part of the season? You know what what is he going to be able to do? Um, and then finally, Michael Walker, who's been you know who's made some big plays, uh, the New England game in particular, he's going to be asked to do a lot, and and I and that's a lot for a guy that you know pretty much was a, a pass rusher in college and is going to be asked to be dropping into space and then probably spying. Uh, and getting after Josh Allen a lot. So I, I think it's a very complicated question because I don't know if there's a true answer. What they need to do is hope he uh, is, is, is rush him into some mistakes, flat out. Make him make some mistakes because I'm going to give you the stat, and it is 100%. Uh, when Josh Allen does not turn the football over, when he starts the game, it's they're 16-0. and 0. It, They don't lose if he doesn't turn it over. So Pittsburgh has to get him to turn the football over today. Ryan, can you see the same thing happening to the Bills that happened to the Cowboys? Where if you get a lead on them early, you go right down the field, you make it 7 to nothing. Do you think doubt creeps in because of some of the uh, past uh, nightmares that they've had, 13 seconds in Kansas City, losing to Cincinnati last year? You've, you've obviously studied up on this team and Josh Allen and everything else to get ready for it. Like, Do you think that that's possible today? If the Steelers get an early lead, well, now – Buffalo is going to feel the burden of having to win the game. Well, I think there, there will be that, that pressure cooker if that starts to happen. Um, I, I, I don't think for a moment Josh Allen uh, lets that creep into his mind. Now, Sean McDermott, knowing that you know a loss today could end up meaning he's out of a job, yeah, there's, there's some, some pressure. How do people deal with pressure? And this coaching staff for the Buffalo Bills – has proven they don't deal with pressure well. You look back to those 13 seconds in Kansas City. They would have made so many different decisions differently, and they would have won that game and most likely uh, handled the, the Bengals and, and I think had a, their best chance to win a Super Bowl that, that, that year. Josh Allen was playing as good as he, he has. So, 
yeah, there's a lot to that. Um, but I don't think if they jump out to a 7-0 lead, I, I think it has yeah. to be more more dominant than that, have a couple score lead and then make them get out of their way because, you know, what Buffalo has done this year is they lead the league in rush attempts. They're averaging 35-and-a-half rush attempts this season, which is first in the league. So they want to carry the football. But if they're down and they're forced to throw it, that's a different uh, story altogether. It just seemed like in that Dallas game, and I know you watched it, Ryan, like C.D. Lamb and Dak seemed to be not on the same page from very early on, and I feel like that disrupted their offense. And you you looked at the numbers. It's wild how Diggs has almost been phased out of their offense from a production standpoint the last few games, Ryan. Yeah, you know, 87 yards a week ago was his most receiving yards all the way back to, to week six. I mean, it, yep. it it's unreal how one of the best wide receivers in all of football has been limited so much, you know. I think Dalton Kincaid has stepped up to the plate for that. I mean, he's been a, become and a that guy that scares me, Ryan, with our inside linebacker injuries. That tight end, I know. Kincaid. You know, and he catches a lot of balls. What he doesn't do, he doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns. He only has two touchdowns this year, so that that's something that that's going to have to change for him. But he is a guy that Josh Allen has a lot of trust in, and and if he's going to catch a lot of balls today, that will be a problem for those linebackers. And uh, you might you might even see them and get in nickel a lot and drop that 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 safety corner down and and go try to go speed but but Dalton's so big and fast that he can box guys out so this is this is a this is a heavy test for the Pittsburgh Steelers without TJ Watt getting after the quarterback Ryan uh one you know I I didn't think they should play the game in the conditions obviously it was like a snow hurricane in Buffalo but I was hoping for like almost it was just bad enough uh, that it would affect the game on the field, but not bad enough that it would affect travel because I felt like, you know, mucking the conditions up was the best chance the Steelers had. Now that I know that field's going to be fine, I'm focusing in on their offensive line, the Steelers' offensive line, you know, having been in control these last three games, having really established the run. I got a two-parter here. How much of their ability to dominate the line of scrimmage has been, you know, part of Mason Rudolph being able to hit big plays and they're running against lighter boxes and – when a line gets going this late in the year and into the playoffs, how much of a benefit is that to a team? How much can that actually take over a game at this time of year? Well, in the playoffs, it's, it's huge. Why? Because simply this, you have to be good one game. Like, you don't – I mean, just look at the Cowboys scenario. They had a bad game. They played one of their worst games of the year. Next, They don't have a next week. Like, the regular season allows for that, allows for you to have that kind of week, come back, and go off the next week. It doesn't happen. If you have a bad game, and right now the offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers is playing at an incredibly high level, pushing guys around. They're allowing Najee Harris to run the football. Roderick Jones, the rookie, uh, I wouldn't even call him a rookie anymore. He's had a full season in now. He's got the opportunity late. He's, he's played really well for, for the Steelers team. And, and so I expect Mason Rudolph to, to do what he's been doing the last few weeks and not turn it over. I think Daquan side of, of for this and things of that nature so I, I think this is probably a real good focal point of it you know the, the two trenches uh, going after each other is going to be a big deal Ryan Leaf with us Ryan on Mason Rudolph if you were in his shoes your journey to start this game now you got from your perspective as a quarterback good news that the weather is going to allow you to throw the ball around and not just be a guy who hands it off 40 times in a game. What would be going through your mind just a few hours away from starting your first playoff game? 
I, I think that, that the, all the plays in the playbook are there. I think that's what makes this feel pretty comfortable if you were Steelers fans, is that, hey, if, if, if that is going to be the case, if it gets a little, little dicey later in the because of some weather coming in, here, that could be some flurries and some things that, that become a problem late in this football game when it starts to get dark. He's already proven that he can do anything. And in particular, the performance, like I said last week against Baltimore, to complete 90% in that rain-infested uh, nonsense last week is, is very telling of what this guy's going to be able to do if any sort of weather becomes a problem. Ryan, last one. Around 7 o'clock tonight, you'll be on the field. Highmark Stadium, Steelers and Bills. Do you expect, with a few minutes to go in the fourth quarter, that you are watching and covering a one-score game? I do. I, if you look at where the uh, Bills have been uh, over the last few weeks, their only real walkaway was versus the Cowboys. But every other game that they've won during this six-game winning streak has been one-score games, 20-17, to 17, 24 to 22, 27, 21, 21, 14. So, I mean, this, this isn't a situation where they have gone out and, and dominated. Uh, they've been in every game and joke. They went tightly contested football games. Uh, expected to be tight, and that gains and gives them confidence throughout the game. Ryan Leaf, Westwood One. We'll have the Eagles and Bucks after this game. The NFL on Westwood One on your home for the NFL in Pittsburgh, 93.7 The Fan. Ryan, thanks for joining thanks, us Ryan. from Snowy Buffalo. We appreciate it, brother. I'm good to talk to you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.